What's up, everyone? It's your favorite part-time podcaster, full-time horror nerd. My name is Tyler, and this is episode number 36 of From the Depths Podcast. And with that being said, I will be completely honest with you. I was very unsure if I was going to do another episode. Um, You know, there was somebody I was very close to, who I'm no longer close with anymore, that got into my head without probably realizing they got into my head and it made me kind of reevaluate the show what direction I wanted to go with it even if I wanted to continue doing it and it put me in a very dark space mentally Um, so I wasn't sure if I just kind of kind of wanted to like fade away instead of burning out and with all of that it, it made me numb to pretty much everything horror um, I haven't been watching a whole lot of it. I haven't, you know, because that's my that's like my come down after a long day at work is is throwing out a horror flick. Like it probably is yours if you're listening to this. And you know, on top of that, I haven't I haven't done things I love. I haven't read as much. I haven't been going to the gym, and you know, it it's mentally it mentally took a toll on me, and. You know, my buddy Ben, I posted that on, like, social media, how I was just trying to find the to find the fire again to, to do this. And my buddy Ben said, like, when the fuck have you ever let anybody do that to you? He, you know, he's like, get your shit together. And so here I am. And this is going to be my swan song. If I'm not consistent with it this time, I'm going for every other week. 20 minute, at least take 20 minutes to talk about a movie that I saw. It might not be the most in-depth, but it'll be a starting point. So thank you, Ben. Thank you for everyone that's kind of uh, hung with me. And if this episode kind of sounds like garbage, it's because I kind of got a whole little new setup um, that I'm still working the kinks out with. And yeah, it's my first episode back. Give me a fucking break. Um, But today, I'm going to talk about a movie that kind of re-sparked my, uh, my, my love for the genre. Not that, you know, it wasn't gone, um, but it was just kind of patiently waiting in the dark. Now, this movie, I, I heard about it, and I, I don't know why. Uh, maybe the runtime, because it's a little over two hours long of a movie. Maybe the runtime kind of threw me off, but I want to talk about The Empty Man, and... There will probably be some spoilers for this episode, but holy shit, this fucking movie, I, I randomly put it on, my daughter woke up, and she came into bed with my wife and I, and when she sleeps in our bed, I just can't sleep, because she's constantly tossing and turning, so I said, fuck it, went downstairs, made a cup of coffee, because I knew I wasn't going to go back to sleep, and... I just, the streaming on HBO Max, I just threw this on. And what a ride. Now, I am one of those people who occasionally look at their phone when they're watching a movie. And if you say you don't, nine, nine out of, <laughs> majority of you are liars. Let's be honest. And I did not look at my phone once. This film had me that bought into what was going on 
the the first 20 minutes is bananas it opens up with a group of friends hiking and you know what let's let's try to fucking find the trailer and uh you can listen to the audio i don't i don't watch trailer so skip like two minutes ahead but uh yeah Hey, wait. We gotta try it. Try what? Calling the empty man. Who's the empty man? If you're on a bridge and you find a bottle, you blow into it and you think about the empty man. Oh, come on, Mandy. How old are you? Tell him the rest. On the first night, you hear him. And on the second night, you see him. And on the third night? Well, on the third night, he finds you. Squirming his way into your thoughts. Like a disease. And his message is contagious. So this was apparently based on a graphic novel of the same name, and I can't believe this is something that I have not come across before. And I am, like most movies I sleep on, I'm very pissed at myself that it took me so long to see this because nobody's talking about it. Sorry for that long pause, but nobody's talking about it. And this is going to become one of those movies that is... I feel is going to be come as big as like the Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpses. It's going to become a cult movie, and it deserves it every little fucking bit. So the premise of the film is that it follows an ex-cop who looks into a a missing girl and stumbles onto a cult. But before that, the movie opens up with four friends backpacking in somewhere not in America. Um. And this one guy, beautiful, beautiful shots, by the way. And it, one of the guys, he hears like this whistling, like, and it's almost like calling to him, putting him in a trance. And he, he essentially, he walks to follow it, and he falls into this crevice in the mountains. And one of his buddies, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're panicking, obviously, goes down and sees him sitting in a, in a trance worshiping this skeletal figure that is not human and creepy looking and for where i will give this movie a lot of its credit is i think the empty man gave me my first jump scare of 2021 i don't jump a lot during movies unless two reasons I'm too fucking high, and I'm watching a movie with my wife, and she grabs me. That is about the only time I usually ever jump. 
And the guy that fell into the crevice, his name is Paul, and his buddy Greg goes after him. And before Greg touches Paul, Paul tells him, don't touch me. If you touch me, you will die. And Greg kind of hesitates and is like, fuck it. Touches him, gets him out, and they find this cabin in the middle of a snowy mountain with no one in. They stay there overnight. And they get trapped in by a snowstorm. And then they start hearing and seeing shit. And and at this point, you know, Greg's fucking pissed. We find out that Paul suffers from depression. We see, like, um, like cuts on his arms and wrists from maybe a previous suicide attempt. Or he was just, you know, just a cutter. And then the next morning, crazy shit starts happening. And that's the premise of The Empty Man is on the first night you hear him the second night you see him the third night he finds you and i know i said at the beginning that there might be spoilers during this i almost don't want to i don't want to say what happened so i'm not going to say it but it fucking took me completely off guard to where i sat up on my couch and 20 minutes in i knew i was in for a ride Oh, God. Go see The Empty Man. This isn't the end of the episode, but what happens in the first 20, it you get fucking dialed in, my friends. And then we go from the mountains of Bhutan, if I pronounce that correctly, because I got my phone out now, and we end up in Missouri in 2018, and we follow James Lasambra. God, I can't fucking spell and or pronounce anything. Can't spell anything either. And he works at a a security store, um, you know, for that mace and taser guns. And we find out he is grieving the the death of his uh, wife and daughter in a car wreck who died a year ago. And long story short, he is helping his friend, Nora, find uh, her daughter, Amanda, who ends up missing. And within his investigation, he finds out that a group of their friends called upon the empty man and how you summon the empty man is blowing into a uh, a bottle on a bridge while thinking of the empty man and while he is looking through amanda's room he finds a piece of paper with a flyer mind you uh with a pontifex institute and a poster in the room as well and on the back of it it says the word Tulpa. Now, I got really fucking excited when I when I saw that word because if there is I love when supernatural entities or monsters that aren't super mainstream like zombies, vampires, werewolves, etc. make it into a movie. Like again, spoiler alert really quick, if you haven't played the game But when I finished Until Dawn and I found out it was a Wendigo, I got so fucking jacked. Like, oh, give me more of this shit. But James uh, tracks down one of Amanda's friends and she tells them the story of how what happened on the bridge and how he cannot find any, any of the kids that were there. They are all missing. So what does a good detective do? He goes to the bridge, and then he finds some very interesting things. 
But what did what does he do before that? He calls for the empty man. He blows into the same fucking bottle that they blew into in the beginning. And there's all these messages, like usually in blood, the empty man made me do it. Oh, God, just just talking about this movie again just makes me want to go watch it again. It is, dare I say, as almost Lovecraftian as Lovecraftian can get in 2021. That, okay, that might have been a little bit of a bold statement because there's no, like, cosmic anything going on and speaking of you know Lovecrafty and I am pissed that Lovecraft Country got cancelled after the first season now I never read I haven't read the book yet I own it haven't read it so I don't know if in season one is how the book at least loosely ends and they were going to kind of expand on the universe but I loved it it was one of my favorite viewings of Man, was it last year or this year it came out? I don't remember, but I'm pretty upset about it. And during James's investigation, he goes to the Pontifex Institute and finds, essentially, uh, it's a mega cult. And the Empty Man is the, is the entity, or deity, whatever you want to call it, that they pray to. <laughs> and he goes and follows people... He goes to a hospital and he sees all these cult members worshipping this one guy who's been in a coma for quite a long time. Wink, wink, if you pick up what I'm putting down. And after suffering from all of his hallucinations, because that's how the empty man gets you. Again, day one, you see him. Day two, you feel him. You see like this creature in like a worn worn out black robe and the one thing i really appreciated of this film was you feel the dread the entire time and i don't care what some people say you have to be in a right mood to watch certain movies watching this at 2 30 in the morning when no one's around and you are fully fucking ingrained into what's going on was the perfect time and is one thing that made me appreciate this film so much more I always get in my own head. I don't want to spoil anything. Go watch The Empty Man. Take the two hours. You know, in the middle, it does kind of drag on a little bit. But I promise you, it'll be worth it. Please go go watch this movie. I don't know if me talking about it for ten minutes did anything for you. Hopefully the trailer did a little bit. Um, but the story is gripping. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a cinematographer. But it's shot fucking beautifully, you know, and you really buy into the characters, which is the one thing I can always appreciate if I read something or watch something is buying in to the people I'm watching. And the twist at the end made my head spin. I was not expecting it in the least bit. Um... If you are familiar with tulpas, you know, I'm the type of person where I, I believe anything is possible, but if I hear about something, I will have always have a little bit of skepticism. Like, 
if the government finally said, legitly, we have an alien body, I'd be like, fucking sick. But part of me is going to be like, I need to see it to believe it. And if, if you know anything about tulpas, you know how strong the imagination can be. But with that being said, that was The Empty Man streaming on HBO Max. Go watch it. I'm going to have some friends on here hopefully hopefully soon to make the episodes a little bit more fun so it's not just me rambling on. Um, you know, if you want stickers, go ahead, DM me on Instagram at From the Depths Podcast. Uh, I still have some shirts available. I'm just trying to get rid of them at this point, so they're fairly cheap. Again, I apologize if the audio is kind of in and out. I got a new setup, I'm trying to work out all the kinks. But, yeah, we'll see you on the other side, guys. Take care.